This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tile Radio, and this is me, RJ Sankhya, hosting through the interview today. This is the show where we bring you inspiring stories and organizations that are making a real difference in the world. Have you ever felt the power of a single act of kindness, a gesture to change someone's life forever? Imagine an organization whose very existence revolving around creating these life-changing moments. Well, I'm talking about this wonderful organization called Dan Marino, located at Fort Lauderdale. Dan Marino is not just a name, it represents a beacon of hope and symbol of empowerment to individuals with autism and other developmental disabilities. Dan Marino's mission goes beyond just providing care. It's about fostering a world where everyone is celebrated for their unique strengths and contributions. And I am sure you are interested in knowing more about this organization. And for that, we have our special guest today who will guide us through this wonderful organization and share some insights about their work. And our guest is Suzanne Morantes, the Executive Administrative Director of the Dan Marino Organization. Suzanne's passion and commitment to making a difference in the life of those with developmental disabilities have been truly aspiring and her leadership has steered the organization towards greater heights, making a huge impact in the lives of countless individuals and their families. So without a further ado, let me welcome Suzanne Morantes onto the show. Hi Suzanne, how are you doing? Good morning, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great as well. And thank you for joining us today. Your time means a lot for us. And we appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. So uh, let me start with the first question. Tell us a bit about yourself and what exactly motivated you to join Dan Marina? Um, sure. Uh, just one thing. <laughs> our our, uh, our mission statement has changed a little bit. Um, you know, it is empowering individuals with autism and other unique abilities. I think okay. as a whole, the community is trying to get away a little bit more from that developmental disability. So just, you know, you'll hear me more refer to that. But uh, so that just that one little thing. But uh, well, I, <laughs> I have a story. Uh, I've been with the Dan Marino Foundation uh, for almost 19 years. Uh, it all started back. Uh, I have a 33 year old son with autism and uh, he was diagnosed when he was four. And when he was diagnosed, uh, the prevalence of autism was one in 3,300. It's currently one in 36. But back when he was diagnosed in the early 1990s, I didn't know another person that had a child with autism. I didn't know anybody with autism. I barely knew what it was, other than a reference to the movie Rain Man, uh, you know, which, you know, portrayed autism in um, a challenging light. Uh, so obviously my husband and I were very, very scared. Uh, and uh, so we, you know, obviously started to look for research and what therapies could my son do. Uh, it was difficult at the time because there really wasn't much there. Uh, we lived in Miami and uh, he started at a, a special needs preschool, but he was the only child there with autism. Uh, and there was a lot of other children that had challenges and his preference was just to sit in the corner and not do anything. And um, with all of the other challenges the children had, uh, it was difficult for the teachers to really give him what he needed. 
uh, I, uh, when he was four, and once we knew he had the diagnosis of autism, we started to look for programs. Uh, my husband happened to be able to meet Dan Marino at a promotional event that he was doing. I got to speak to him privately. Uh, he was amazing. Uh, he connected me with his wife, Claire, uh, and she gave me so much information that nobody else was able to. Uh, and she provided support along the way, as did Dan. Uh, so at that point, we uprooted our family, uh, much to the chagrin of my daughter, who at the time was, was 12, <laughs> uh, and moved to Fort Lauderdale, where there was a preschool, which Dan had recommended, that was uh, specifically geared to working with children with autism. And that made all the difference. Uh, my son went from one day to very little language and just saying no to basically any question to at least answering yes when he wanted something and uh from there you know it went on he did a lot of therapy and everything like that so uh i was in mortgage banking for years uh i once my son was diagnosed i switched over to uh more of working with organizations with autism I started to work with the Center for Autism Related Disabilities, which is a great organization um, that is based throughout Florida. And uh, they offer services uh, free of charge for families, uh, a lot of trainings, a lot of individual support, uh, referrals, summer camps, uh, lots of great things. And so I worked for them for five years as an intake agent at the Dan Marino Center which is the outpatient center that Dan and Claire built through the foundation in order to help children with autism. Uh, the Just go a little bit into the center, uh, when Claire was taking her son, Michael, who also has autism, I didn't, don't know that I said that, but has autism, uh, she, was taking, she was taking him all over three counties to get services. Uh, what she wanted to see was a center where everything was under one roof, so you've got your diagnosis, you've got all of your therapies, um, you've got people that work together that understand your child. Uh, and then you have families that are together and they know each other, they provide support to each other. And uh, so that was how the center evolved. Uh, we, with the center, we partnered with, at the time it was called Miami Children's Hospital, which is a very uh, large children's hospital in South Florida. And, uh, they ended up really, you know, providing the doctors and the therapists. Then after I worked at the center, I moved over to the Dan Marino Foundation and that was in 2005. And uh, I uh, came on uh, with our CEO, Mary Parton, who was very visionary. We were just a small group, four people. Uh, but we decided at that point, rather than being just a funder, which is what we were, that we would start to do uh, more programming. And so that evolved into what the foundation is today. Wonderful, Suzanne. So could you highlight some of the most impactful programs offered by Dan Marino? Um, well, in addition to the center, we also have the Marino Autism Research Institute, which isn't a brick and mortar uh, organization. Uh, that combines the efforts of several universities throughout the country that study autism. Uh, that has evolved a little bit now into more of a technology aspect because we saw that 
while we had our programs here at the at the foundation uh we wanted to be able to reach a wider audience so now we have a lot of different technology tools uh but with the foundation uh we we found that we followed the um the trajectory of Michael Marino, the Marino's son, uh, when he was a teenager, he was looking for his summer jobs, that kind of thing. And so then we uh, got funding from the Children's Services Council here in Broward County to able to be able to do a summer employment program. So that was for students um, 16 to 21 uh, to be able to experience the same thing their peers do. Uh, summer employment. Uh, they were working six hours a day, five days a week, uh, you know, earning minimum wage at most of the locations, uh, never below minimum wage. And uh, they really were able to experience working many for the first time in their lives. What we found that as that program, when the students aged out of the program at age 21, uh, there really were very, very limited uh, resources for them to be able to access. Uh, the majority of, of our you know, clients were not able to go uh, into a post-secondary school, whether it was a college, university, or a vocational center, and they were sitting at home doing nothing while they watched their siblings go off to college. So we did we did uh, some research on what was available and we decided that we would start our own school. Uh, and that was how Marino Campus was born. Uh, that was 10 years ago, uh, started in 2013. And uh, it's a one year program, offers students uh, over the age of 18 and graduated from high school. Um, but we've also served students into their thirties uh they have the opportunity to do industry certifications either in computer technology or hospitality and um in combined with that they have internships in their field of study but also we look at the holistic picture uh so we do a lot of um social skill training whether that's business etiquette on the job or whether that's just learning how relationships and friendships uh, then we also do the employment skills, which is interviewing, uh, you know, and just learning about how to work in a business situation. Uh, and then we do financial literacy too. So you're making money and how do you spend that and then also keep it uh, in a, uh, you know, manner that you should be. Uh, so, uh, you know, that was the campus piece. I mean, in addition to that, as our students graduate, we are looking for employment for them. And uh, so we do continue some intense employment services beyond their graduation, uh, including, you know, job searches and then also job coaching. Uh, we are looking at transitioning program now to even a little bit of an older population because we do see that many of our graduates uh, they are working, but, you know, they miss the social activities or maybe there's something else that they want to study or maybe they need help with getting a different job or getting better at the job they have. Uh, we, you know, we want it or they may be looking at independent living. We want to be able to work with them on more of their individual needs. Uh, I mentioned the technology. <laughs> uh, we do have some tools that are, are developed and then others that are in development. Uh, the tools that are developed are um, I'm, I'm More Than Ready, which is our virtual interviewing tool that uh, provides uh, interviewing practice with avatars and, and then also be able to, if a teacher 
you know, is assigning interviews to be able to uh, see how their student is doing, but they can also do that independently. So rather than working with one job coach on an interview and just learning how they are, they get a lot of different experiences. Uh, we have uh, Market Mania, which is just a little fun grocery store uh, to be able to learn how to grocery shop. And again, learning how to budget and use money wisely. Uh, and then we're working on another tool called Daily Buddy, which is more to help you help the uh, individual with individual schedules and chores and everything that they need to do to keep on schedule of their day. Uh, and then also to learn more of that independent living. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Sounds like amazing work, Suzanne. So um, in what ways has Dan Marino collaborated with other organizations, you know, and, you know, even if there's any local community that you have collaborated with to expand your reach and impact? Uh, well, there's a lot. Uh, you know, we do work with a lot of our local community agencies, um, you know, like the Center for Autism and Related Disabilities. Uh, but we work with Art Broward. Um, so many of the community organizations, we just had an event where we had about 20 of the organizations come out and do a resource fair during the event. Uh, in addition to that, we work with government agencies on vocational rehabilitation, agencies for persons with disabilities. Uh, you know, we do have uh, social security trainings uh, for our uh, students and families as they graduate. Um, we also have a lot of employer partners and corporate partners that support us. Uh, employer partners are definitely those that are offering internships to our students, but then also offering them jobs after that. Um, we're working with some local cities to work on, um, you know, becoming an autism city, an autism friendly city. We're working with, uh, you know, several cities on that aspect. Uh, so we, we we're, you know, a lot of the hospital organizations, we're pretty much all over the place, uh, particularly in South Florida. Great. So uh, can you share a heartwarming success story of an individual whose life has positively transformed by Dan Marino's support? Yeah. Uh, we got a lot, uh, but one of them that, uh, you know, we really are very, very proud of uh, is a young man named Josh. Uh, he came to us a little bit older. He was probably about 23 or 24. Uh, he came into our, our computer technology program. Uh, and at the time, he was telling us the story of, uh, you know, he had met with his family, had met with some professionals, and they told him that there really was nothing they could do for him. They should really just look at having him be in a group home, and that's where he would live out his life. Well, fortunately for us, uh, they did not choose that option, and they uh, came and explored Reno campus, and he was a great fit for our campus. Uh, he ended up actually spending two years with us going through several different uh, computer technology courses. Uh, he got his A-plus certification. Uh, he actually worked with us for a couple of years as well as our IT tech, but then quickly moved on to uh, greater things. Uh, he's currently working as an IT technician uh, in a, a large local corporation and um, probably making more money than me. So to go from someone that people said just to put him in a group home and don't expect anything of him to what he's doing today. Uh, we think that's an amazing achievement on his part. Great, Suzanne. 
So um, how can a potential donor approach you? And also, are there any other ways to contribute to the mission apart from the monetary help? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, like I mentioned, you know, with our employer partners, you know, we're always looking for uh, partners that are willing to work with us, you know, whether it's with internships or employment for our students. Uh, we uh, we don't have any volunteer opportunities at this moment, but we do run a couple of pretty big events during the year. That that may be an opportunity that we are looking for. Um, I should take a step back on that. Uh, some of the programming that we are looking at uh, starting in the coming year, we may also be looking for mentors that you know can work either one on one with our students or just do like a. Uh, a seminar where they're talking about you know their journey to employment or their journey to independence uh and it doesn't necessarily have to be a person with autism but um you know that's always helpful as well uh you know a lot of information including how to donate to us is on our website which is damarinofoundation.org uh we uh we do have a pretty expensive uh based on uh, social media. So we have an Instagram account, Facebook account, LinkedIn account, Twitter account. Um, you can easily find us there. And so that also is a way to learn more about us and learn about the stories that we're sharing and the people that we serve. All right. So um, what would you say is the biggest challenge that the organization has faced and how have you tried to overcome it? Um, well, I mean, uh, we we did have challenges like everybody else during COVID. Uh, we had to shut down and go virtual with our students, which was students with autism. That's difficult. Uh, so we, uh, as quickly as we could, uh, you know, did get back into the classroom, very safe, um, social distancing, masks. You know, we were we we did overcome that obstacle to a part uh, that we were able to get our students back into the classroom and then even in the community a little bit. Um, you know, some of the biggest challenges I think is that people with autism are still not, um, people aren't aware or, you know, they're not fully accepting of um, some of the challenges that they present, but also they don't know their strengths that they have which are many and so that is part of our a little bit more of our mission and working with the cities to be able to become more of an autism friendly uh, city and employers and you know everything else uh, to be able to have people understand that you know our our young men and women with autism can do great things and while there may be some things that you know a little bit of challenges here and there. Uh, there's so much more that they can offer. Great. So um, before we go, this would be a, a bit of a personal note. So what has been the most rewarding moment for you personally while working with Dan Marino? Um, there's a lot. Of, <laughs> but I would say probably the day the campus opened. Uh, you know, there wasn't anything like it. And um, I mean, I'm almost could confidently say that nationwide. And, uh, you know, they say um, imitation is the best form of flattery. We've had so many organizations that have come here to look at our program. We're always willing to help. Uh, you know, we want to spread the word, not keep it to ourselves. So I think that would be probably my best moment was when we were able to walk into our building with our students and um, start our programming here. Great, Suzanne. So is there anything that you would like to say to our listeners before we go? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I truly appreciate uh, the ability to be able to uh, share what the foundation is doing. And at the same time, I'm always happy to help families. We've got um, calls, emails, from letters uh, from people worldwide that, you know, are looking for assistance. And so here at the foundation, we want to be a resource. We're not big, but we've got a lot of, of hands into many different uh, community agencies, government agencies, uh, you know, that we have partnerships and then are able to help families find what they need if we can't provide it. Wonderful, Suzanne. So that's a wrap. And with the vast listeners of Tal Radio, I really wish people would take the initiative to contribute to the foundation. And thank you for joining us today and sharing your insights on Dan Marino Foundation. Your dedication is absolutely inspiring, Susan, and I really appreciate the good work that you're doing. So that was Susan Morantes, Executive Director of Dan Marino Foundation. I hope you find this interview insightful. For more such information, stay tuned to Tal Radio, powered by Touch Your Life Foundation. And we'll meet with another interview. And until then, stay tuned. And this is me, Sankhya, signing off for today. Take care, you all. You have just listened to Tal Radio Podcast. For more podcasts, visit www.touchalife.org.